a Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the St. Louis all-local podcast from KMOX Radio. It was a huge opening weekend for recreational marijuana sales in Missouri. It's another go at sports betting. States all around us are doing it right now. I'm Sean Michael Lyle, and I'll tell you what the legislature's up to this week. Governor Parson says no clemency for convicted killer Leonard Taylor, and an old Catholic church on Lafayette gets a new life. I'm Megan Lynch, bringing you the news you need for this Tuesday, February 7th. The opening weekend totals for recreational marijuana sales far exceed expectations across the state. Jack Cardetti with the Missouri Cannabis Trade Association says dispensaries sold $12.7 million in products from Friday through Sunday. Missouri voters only approved legalization 87 days ago. Uh, and so it took 87 days to get the program up and running and Missourians able to walk into a dispensary and make a purchase. That's something that's really good for our communities. That's something that, quite frankly, is good for our economy. Cardetti notes the total is double what Illinois got in their opening weekend three years ago with just half the population. He credits the Missouri Health Department with implementing a well-run program. Governor Mike Parson says he will not grant clemency to convicted killer Leonard Taylor, who is set to die by lethal injection tonight. The governor's statement said despite his self-serving claim of innocence, the facts of his guilt in this gruesome quadruple homicide remain. Taylor, who is now 58 years old, was convicted for the murders of his ex-girlfriend and her three young children on Park Lane and Jennings in 2004. St. Louis County Prosecutor Wesley Bell explains why he's not talking about the Leonard Taylor case. Bell says to provide more information about why they chose not to file a motion to vacate Taylor's conviction could incriminate someone who currently has an appeal pending. The prosecutor says he would not have sought the death penalty for Taylor, but believes the jury rightly convicted him in the killings. A bill to legalize sports betting could finally score a victory in Jefferson City this legislative session. A bill to legalize sports betting in Missouri failed in the legislature last year despite very little opposition. But it got tangled up over in the Senate, and really that was a result of internal Senate politics. State Representative Phil Cristofanelli of St. Peter's brings his sports betting bill before the House Emerging Issues Committee Wednesday and expects smooth sailing this time around. States all around us are doing it right now, and everybody knows that there are Missourians that are engaging in sports wagering illegally on their cell phones. It's very easy to do. He says betting app companies have come to agreement with casinos and sports leagues, clearing what he believes are the final hurdles to legalizing sports betting in Missouri this year. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. Coming up on the St. Louis All Local Podcast, when massive century-old churches close, is there any hope for repurposing? Debbie Monterey checks in with one couple who bought a white elephant and love it. St. Charles Mayor Dan Borgmeyer faces a pair of challengers in Tuesday's primary election. Venetia Powell and Tom Besselman also on the ballot. Voters will not be going to the usual polling places, but to four designated locations. One of the three candidates will be eliminated with the top two facing off April 4th. The Republican-backed effort to strip the St. Louis City Circuit Attorney of some power has been sent to the full Missouri House for debate. The measure approved by the House Rules Committee is substantially different from the original bill. That original bill gave the governor almost absolute power to appoint whoever he wanted to prosecute major cases in the city. But the committee substitute would strip the proposed power of the governor to appoint a special prosecutor. 
Instead, the governor would have to ask a committee of state prosecutors to select a special prosecutor for those St. Louis City major prosecutions. It's a complicated proposal that likely will generate heated partisan debate in the next few months. From Missouri's capital, Phil Brooks, KMOX News. The former city clerk of the small North St. Louis County community of Floridell Hills admitted in federal court Monday to stealing nearly half a million dollars. 68-year-old Maureen Woodson confessed to regularly writing checks to herself and to Deputy Clerk Donna Thompson from 2016 to April of last year. Woodson says the pair forged signatures of the mayor and city treasurer on more than 600 checks. Thompson, who is 75, entered a not guilty plea. Woodson is set to be sentenced on May 16th. KMOX goes in-depth. Church steeples punctuate the St. Louis skyline, but a number of those old churches have closed, with more closures on the way. Some are lucky enough to find a new life. You want to come up here? Yeah. Show you that. We are at the Immaculate Conception St. Henry Catholic church on um, Lafayette in, uh, I guess it's the Gate District. So the official name of this place now is? Uh, Johnny Angel Studios. Pat and Carol Schuchart are artists and business owners. We're always looking at, you know, white elephant buildings that no one else wants. and, And we have a realtor who just when he spots them, calls us and says, you know, you might be crazy enough for this one. We're really, uh, we're just studio artists trying to make, trying to make art, trying to put <laughs> yeah. art in big spaces. And the, the church, uh, the sanctuary here is uh, about 17,000 square feet and the uh, ceiling is 60 feet. It's just a massive volume, and that's part of what appealed to us. Uh, and, and, of course, changing the light bulbs, uh, which, we're, which we're yet to do. These are the yeah. old light bulbs, but we have to build scaffolding to, uh, to change the light bulbs. So, wow. Uh, so it kind of gives you an idea of just the volume of the place. Yeah, uh, I hadn't thought about how you would change the light bulbs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did they change the light bulbs? I, I think they had somebody come in, you know, with some kind of a lift or something, although I think at one time there were all kinds of, there were, you know, seating for a 1,000 people in here. That's... Think about that, a thousand people. Yeah, this people. was filled with church pews. The church pews have all been removed. We have the innards of a pipe organ here, a huge pipe organ, and they're, they're over here. And so you have all of these, these copper pipes and these wooden, these wooden pipes. That actually sounds really good. Now, would those officially have been, like, not the pipes? Uh, these were pipes also. Oh, okay, I'm just sure tiny little just, ones. Yeah, and they're made of wood, so I guess they, they have a different sound. Pat isn't sure there is any market for an organ in pieces and will probably use it for a sculpture or wall hanging. I'll show you the outside from this door. The outside, we have this really nice... Oh, that's all yours? This is all ours and all of this back here. And then we'll have some water features and, you know, we'll build gardens in there. Just so many beautiful buildings. We fall in love with, you know, like one every six months. We just, (laughs) yes, we have to. Um, But this was just, you know, kind of the love of a lifetime, this building. You envision it as a studio for you and Pat, but what else are you thinking you might do with it? 
Uh, we're thinking that it will be certainly connected to our art and, and being makers and designers um, and maybe having just a special little coffee shop, wine bar, or just in a little corner. We're, always, e- we're good at switching lanes and <laughs> yeah, doing something new. Yeah, kind of back into things. You know, on the highway, you'll you'll see a, a Taco Bell and a Baskin Robbins in the same building. <laughs> That's how I see our, our stupid things. We always have two or three ideas for one place, you know? Well, you know, Bebo Mill, I think, you know, out of, what, three million people in the metropolitan area, there were exactly two people that were interested in Bebo <laughs> Mill and uh, Carol and I and one other one other mm-hmm. couple and uh, and uh, out of three million people so they also turn the old St. Louis Artist Guild on Union into the Bucat Club and an old furniture store turned call center on Manchester into the majorette you know, we think it's all art whether it's you know sweeping a big floor or uh, you know or doing some tuck pointing or doing some carpentry or making paintings you know we think it's all art I love this. This is like match game these or the going, dating game. Yeah, these yeah, are going on. Uh, the, the, we're making a, the ceiling for Tim's Chrome Bar, which is our project that's going to open in a couple of weeks. And where's that going to be? Right across from Bevo Mill. Oh, okay. We bought that building over there. Um, oh, okay. It's called the Irene Building. And it, uh, yes. And it had, you know, it was just a wreck. But anyway, we've been working on Tim's Chrome Bar for a year. And um, these are, these are going to be a, a ceiling in the bar. When Tim's Chrome Bar reopens, it'll be a lot different than it once was. You know, it kind of had all the earmarks of a oh, 70s dive bar. <laughs> and we loved it for that reason. And we went in and we said, well, we'll just kind of round off the corners and dust it off and fix what has to be fixed and just keep it like this. And the worst, oh. everything there that we thought was worth saving was rotting from the ground up. Oh. So we had to pull it all out. And Tim's Chrome Bar turned into a bit of a family affair with daughter Anne. Anne does the design, a lot of design work for us, uh, uh, social media, but she also, she designed Tim's Chrome Bar. She was an interior designer in Los Angeles for 20 years, wow. and she moved back during the COVID. We yeah. sort of, you know, sort of feel our way down the dark hallway, <laughs> and she's just really appealed to her. This is your daughter? Yeah, she's really kind of had to get used to it, don't you think, Carol? Oh, it tried, yeah. And uh, Pat and Annie hung the wallpaper. They, it was a very yeah, we had lovely father-daughter um, <laughs> I used to help her decorate her room when she was little, you know, <laughs> polka dots, purple and green polka dots. And... Now, did you ever think that she was going to come back to St. Louis no, and help no, you with this was, stuff? Never. No. The bar will include artwork from both Pat and Carol. But it's put together in a way that it's sophisticated, quirky, but not cute. It's um, And it's full of art. Um, so I, the other day I said, you know, we might need docents here. <laughs> you know, the, the only bar where we'd have a, a little docent walking around. Imagine walking out from there to be the lone celebrant of this congregation of thousand people sitting out here, standing up high on this thing. Yeah. I mean, gee. People will say, well, opposites attract and here you are both artists mm-hmm. and business partners. Such a lucky, nice partnership in every way. Um, you know, and then we don't always agree, you know. <laughs> but if we have a strong things, disagreement, we would never, like Carol said, I hate this 
church, you know, right, we'd, we'd yeah. never do it. No. Or if I said, you know, although I didn't. Although we I, bought a house. We bought a house that I, I didn't this. like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and, uh, and it turned out to be a great house. So, oh. so uh, yeah. But you see, you, you can admit when you're wrong, and that's also important. That helps, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm wrong all the time, too. <laughs> she's small, but, you know, she's mighty. <laughs> You've got to be careful. An exhibition of Carol Crouppen Schuchart's artwork opens February 10th at the Duane Reed Gallery in the Central West End, and you'll be able to see both Pat and Carol's art inside Tim's Chrome Bar across from Bevo Mill when it reopens. From Johnny Angel Studios on Lafayette, the former Immaculate Conception Church, I'm Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. I'm Megan Lynch. St. Louis All Local is produced by the KMOX News Team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.